Welcome to the Balanced Self Podcast. This podcast is a part of MSB Coach. With this podcast, we intend to connect with a variety of leaders and individuals as we explore creating a balanced life and identifying one's unique center both personally and professionally. Thank you for joining us today as we learn and grow. We often talk about diversity and inclusion within the confines of training and programs, but what are the day-to-day best practices of leading in a diverse workplace? How do we take actionable steps to ensure we aren't simply hiring people who remind us of ourselves? Throughout this quarter, we will focus on racial diversity and inclusion within the workplace. In today's episode, President, CEO, and author Michelle Braden will discuss the importance of diversity in recruitment. Hey, Barbara, how are you? I'm doing well. How are you? I am good. It is always great to be here with you. So we have some big things going on this quarter. We're going to be talking about racial um, racial diversity and inclusion in the workplace. This is a huge topic. And when we talk about diversity, sometimes we we don't understand diversity or we are not so much bias, but it's just a really huge topic. So I want to start with little bites because we have so much to cover this quarter with this topic. So I want to um, start a little bit about just kind of focusing right now on the recruitment of it and what it looks like in our workplace. Let's have a conversation about that. And you know what, Barbara, I want to jump in there before we do. I love that you said that. So you and I were chatting before we even started this podcast here today. And we both said just that in our own different ways. Like, man, if we could just have more conversations, it's just a conversation. And I think of our conversational oxygen program and our emotional intelligence programs that man, if we just could learn to communicate more effectively, but I, you know, so yes, we're going to have a conversation here today. And we also are breaking this down into bite-sized pieces because this is massive. Um, And so we're focusing on our area of expertise, which is leadership. And so in that today, we're going to be talking, as you said, about how do we recruit for diversity and, and diversity is lots of different aspects. You know, it's, it's race, it's gender, it's sexual preference, it's religion. I mean, it's, it's, it's disabilities. It's so many different things. So how do we pull together these beautiful, diverse teams? Absolutely. And I think it's important that we break that down so that people understand that these are wonderful resources. These are ways that we can improve our companies. We have so much talent out there. We have so many things that are uh, that people are learning now. And it's important that we understand that diversity is not just about uh, race. It's not just about um, being included. It's also about talent. It's also about resources. It's also about so many different things that, that make us one. Why do you think, or why do you feel that it, that diversity is important in recruitment? Yeah, and then of course, you know, Barbara, I'm gonna throw the question right back at you, so be prepared. <laughs> but I have always said, even with different personality types, to me, that's a, a part of diversity. You know, the different cultures we were raised in, you know, even if we are the same ethnicity, all those things impact diversity. And so just, it is this group of different perspectives coming together to come up with more creative, more innovative solutions. And the important thing is, is we could have the most diverse team ever, yet if everybody doesn't have a voice at the table and a voice where they feel that their thoughts and opinions 
are respected and a place that even if they are disagreed with, a place where they can share. And we talk a lot about, and this came from Lincioni, not me, Patrick Lincioni, but where we can disagree and still commit. But it's so important for us to create this space of trust where we can have these rich conversations. So again, a diverse team is very important of pulling that diverse team together, but it's also important that we are making sure that all those individuals have a voice at the table and that voice with mutual respect and valuing the differences in each other. And I think this article that you sent over to me, you know, I love my stats, Barbara, but you know, on this 12 ways to improve your diversity um, and recruitment strategy by Brendan McCall. And so I just wanted to read some of these stats. He said, diverse companies are 1.7 times more likely to be innovative leaders in their market segments. 67% of job seekers say diversity is an important factor when considering the company. I think about this right now when we have all these companies like dying for, for employees because people are, they got this own mind of their own after COVID and they're like, hey, I'm out of here. I want something different for my life. Um, and 85% of CEOs say that having a diverse workforce has increased their bottom lines. So yes, we believe that having diversity of voices together makes for a much better workforce. But then when we see these stats, we know the stats back it up. And you're absolutely right. And that's the thing, the stats do back that up. And I don't, I think that having that information is hugely important because I think what happens a lot of times is that we want to, we want to be able to say we offer diversity, but are we really taking the time? And let's say from this article, which I really loved as well, this, this was a great article on the stats. It was a great article, just making sure that we understand the importance of it. But I think what's equally important, Michelle, is that we are aware of this, of the stats. We are aware of what it takes to to uh, to run a company. Uh, we used to live in a time where where things weren't diverse. And in, and when I say not diverse, I mean talent-wise. There are the things back. I'm thinking like in my father's generation, where everybody went to the same job, they did the same thing all day, every single day. There was no sort of diversity whatsoever. And I think now as we've evolved, I think that with that evolution. There are things like resources have evolved. Resources are more diverse. I can call a, a call center um, and 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 know that somebody that's just like me will have an answer for me. You know, um, and these are things that have evolved, and it's a wonderful thing to have. So I think that we are doing a good job with making sure that we are recruiting. There are companies that are hiring people that are are like minded. So it's the same thing with. Um, when I go into the store, and, and I'm saying this out loud now that I think about it, when I went into the store as a kid, there were toys in there that, that didn't look like me, but now there are toys that look like me. So, you know, it's a wonderful thing to be able to have that sort of um, uh, environment, that sort of society now. So it's, it's, it's a wonderful thing. Yeah, it is. And I think too, I like that you brought this up because too many times we focus on what's not working. And that doesn't mean that we don't still have, uh, you know, it's a journey, right? We have a lot of improvement to continue to make. And there are a lot of good things that we can continue to focus on as well. I, I, I wanted to share a quick story, just thinking about how do we recruit for diversity? So it's one thing to establish why it's important to recruit for diversity. It's another thing to talk about how. I um, have a client that we've worked with for a while and they have really been struggling. So this client has said, we really wanna add diversity to our team, but we just have not gotten the qualified candidates 
that we need. There's been a couple of diverse candidates, but we're just not getting what we need. So we feel like we're this homogenous group and we you know, just can't get diversity. Um, you know, one of the articles, again, this one was the improve your um, recruiting strategy. So there were several different lists, but I just wanted to share a couple of these because I think it's so important, but target sources where diverse candidates congregate. Encourage your diverse employees to refer their connections. You know, give referral bonuses. That's something that's been a part of organizations for many years. Offer internships to targeted, you know, different targeted minority groups that you're trying to grow and develop. And not just in your organization, just trying to grow and develop and enhance and enrich them. So we're talking about recruiting in your teams, but I think this is also just about, give, you know, helping to grow and develop more minority mm -hmm. Um, and seed talent pipelines with diverse candidates. So those were a couple of things that just stood out to me for the how, you know, how do we do this? So not just that it's important that we do it, but how do we do it? You bring up so many valid points. And this, this, this article was so good at, at hitting some really big things that we don't think about a lot of times when we, when we hire or when we are in organizations that have not been as diverse as they could be. But I feel like we have rounded a corner when it comes down to offering things within our organizations. And I was also reading in this article, I don't know if you've got a chance to take a look at this, use blind resumes. Elaborate a little bit more on that, Barbara. How, what would somebody do? How would they use blind resumes? So when you're, when, when, and I'm reading this from the article verbatim. Um, so an increasingly popular technique recruiters are using to remove bias from how they screen candidates is the blackout and any and all personal information on resumes. So they're not using um, uh, race, gender, any of those things that, that can leave room for bias. They're using it based on talent and, and, and education and, and, and commonality. So it's really important that, and I think that a lot of organizations, I'm sure that 90%, I'm not, you know, I don't want to throw out too many stats, but I'm sure just being the age that I am and, you know, just being in the workforce for as long, I've seen the evolution of that where things are becoming less and less biased that when resumes are put on your desk that you're just looking at the talent, you're not looking at, you know, their, where they're from, you're not looking at their, their uh, ethnicity, you're not looking at, at their um, gender, you're not looking at any of those things, you're just looking for what fits the company. And I think that's super important, super yeah. important. I thank you for elaborating a little bit more on that. I've read a lot of different research around where people have tested this and they've sent in resumes and put a different name. You know, my name is Sally Smith or, you know, what, which that wasn't their name and that they got more interviews when they did that. So if we are doing the blind interviews, you know, where the things that could even, so unconscious bias, right? Sometimes we don't even realize some of the biases that we have. So can we open up our mind to the possibilities? And I think, which, which today is not about our unconscious biases, but the blind resumes do help to eliminate that and give us more opportunities, more possibilities to bring in the high quality talent. Because this isn't just about diversity for the sake of diversity. We, we want high quality talent as well. And we want diverse high quality talent. I completely agree with that. I know we could go on and on about this subject because it's so important. And I think this is a great kickoff to our theme for the quarter uh, to understand this is where we should start when we're talking about diverse uh, workplaces and we're talking about inclusion. So it's just super important. And I think it's a great start. And I know we have to go. So. <laughs>
Yeah, I, I agree. So Barbara, thank you so much always for hosting as we shift this next quarter into this really important topic. Again, for those of you who are listening, we are focusing on our specialty in our area. You know, even though we're talking about diversity and inclusion in our area is leadership and team building. Today, we focused on recruitment. We gave some stats to you. We talked about the why. Join us in this conversation. Share with us what you're doing, what's working, what's not working. We always love to hear. We know we're learning together. We don't stand here as the ones who who have all of the knowledge. The other thing is, Barbara, I want to draw back to how we started this, even when you and I were chatting before that on the podcast, and that is, let's have a conversation. And if you are interested in some of our trainings and development, again, we don't, we don't specialize in diversity and inclusion, but we do specialize in communication and we do specialize in leadership development and we do specialize in emotional intelligence, which I think crosses all of these boundaries. So, you know, our conversational oxygen, which covers the five elements of proactive listening, um, and that is being aware of our biases, listening with an open mindset, listening to be curious and learn from somebody else. Um, I could keep going, but I know we're out of time. So if you want more information at the end, Barbara's going to share how to contact us. But Barbara, this was fantastic. Thank you. Well, look for my end and I will have some more information for you. And we look forward to our next episode. Bye, everyone. Bye. If you would like to learn more about our Conversational Oxygen Program and the five elements of proactive conversations, including curiosity and listening skills, as well as our Emotional Intelligence Program, Michelle mentioned in today's podcast, please visit us on our MSB Coach YouTube channel or on our website at www.msbcoach.com. Thank you for joining us today. We would love to hear your feedback and your takeaways. If you would like more information on this episode, you can email us at podcast at msbcoach.com or connect with us on social media at msbcoach. We hope you have learned something to help center yourself both personally and professionally. And please share this podcast with anyone who is looking to find more balance.